It all feels so foreign. Sorry, Pete. It all feels so foreign. I'm not talking. Pete, stop it. I'm not talking. It's foreign. It feels, it feels more foreign, foreign in this area than that any other. right yeah. here? Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. the gravity. But like technically the- foreign, not like... Not like something doesn't belong. Literally foreign. Literally something feels foreign. Hey guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. <laughs> Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your uh, uh, show. Wanna laugh on Um <laughs> It's <laughs> so weird. What a weird bit. Guys, welcome to Valleycast. We're in the we're in the fucking office, dude. Look at this. Wow. We built this thing like a year ago. Yeah. This is the first or second time, depending on release dates, that where you've used it. This is the inaug- <laughs> this inaugural is cool. Isn't that nice? Did, so, did you make that? Our friend Aaron Massey mm-hmm. made it. Yeah. Nice. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna make this for you. And then he did. He's that was the awesome. that was the debut of Sperm Mike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is Sperm Mike here. <laughs> and Sperm Mike has become an interesting character in the universe of the Valley Folk. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird because we stole that name from Mike Falzone. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. We have a very special guest today. Uh, we've got Peter Rollins. Thank you for having me. I'm nervous. I haven't been in social environments for a while, so I'm a Neither bit, have I've we kind been. of forgotten how to do it. Dude. How to talk to people. Yeah, us yeah. too. It's, uh, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. We we were like, we, we don't know how to talk to each other. There's like very <laughs> yeah. little, yeah. little eye contact. Very little eye contact. I yeah. don't, and I don't, I want to keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very little eye contact right now. But um, So how yeah. are you doing, Finn? <laughs> yep. Great job. Um, but this is awesome to have you here, dude, because we've had you on before. Yeah. And, uh, God, it must have been seven years ago. Don't mm-hmm. correct me. About. And, uh, it was a long time ago. It's great to have you back, man. No, what what has happened since the last time we, we've had you? I guess a pandemic kind of Pandemic happened. happened. Yeah. And, and every day's been like Groundhog Day, man. Nothing's going on. It's I just know. every day's the same. I know. So. I'm in the absolute pit of hell. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about you. Yeah. But I'm, in, I'm really in it. And uh, <laughs> But I'm, I'm loving being able to be back in an environment where I can share the room with other living beings. Yeah, that's been really nice and different. Do you uh, feel like your hell is the same hell, worse hell, better hell? It's just it's a different hell. Yeah, it's like a different layer. Different like version. if there's seven layers of hell. Yeah, like a burrito. Yeah, which part of the burrito are you in? I guess I'm in the beans. <laughs> well, <laughs> depending on how you make your burrito, I mean, yeah, you could be in a very different level than. I feel like beans is like the last one, isn't it? When you make a burrito? The refried beans at well, the bottom. Well, because, like, what you want to do with a burrito, and excuse me if anybody knows a different way, but when I, when you, I feel like the way to make a burrito is you drop down the tortilla down onto the fire. Correct. I think we can all agree that that's, like, step one. Open Grab a tortilla. tortilla around the campfire. I'll yeah. tell you what my family used to do with my <laughs> grandma. In Montana in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, camping burritos all the time. What, yeah. my, what my grandma and my mom do with tortillas is they just drop them right down onto the flame on the stove. Just whap it. Like you don't put it on the, on a pan or mm. anything like that. I've never made one of these in my life. Well, before. pan. Yeah. Well, listen. Being close from then. Ireland. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Well, if you ever want to make one, you could yeah. s- essentially. You throw I can it tell you how to do a shepherd's pie. I would oh, love to yeah. know how to make <laughs> shepherd's Jesus. pie. Are you I actually kidding don't me? Know how you to just make a put the pie, pie directly on the flame. Right there. You, know, <laughs> so you don't know how. No. Guess what? No. I do. I made one. For, a shepherd's for pie. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Nice. Was that the Taco Bell shepherd's pie? Yeah. Which I'm assuming is the same. But I, I would feel like, and I won't go through the whole process, I don't want to bore you guys, but I would feel like after you heat that tortilla up, you mm-hmm. pull her off of the off of the flame. You pull her right off that flame and you put her in down. You put her down on a plate yep, maybe, yep. and then you spread the beans on the burrito, like on the tortilla. Technically like you get making some it refried, the first inside layer. That's what I'm saying. Like I think you want to you wanna drop them beans down. You want to plop them down onto the hot tortilla, and then you want to spread them with a spoon or something. I hope this is a sponsored bit. I guess it would be amazing not. if you're being sponsored mm-hmm. by well, Taco Bell. Not. you got to no. wait until we get to the third layer <laughs> okay. where it's me undies. Because I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> And then liquid IV. You put some powder it all over. <laughs> micromodal uh, fiber on the beans. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but the beans act as kind of like a glue. If you will, and you can drop mm. the cheese down on it, and you can like, <clears throat> and it'll all stick to the beans. Well, well, Stephen, if we're talking about your your, your hell metaphor in regards yeah, to your burrito yeah. that you are currently making yeah. with us on this podcast live yeah. from the the Valley Folk office, yeah, in uh, front of a studio audience with Kevin's a studio, yeah. yeah. Um, 
you're not that deep in your hell, man. You're in layer. You're in layer one. So now I don't feel bad for you no more. Yep. Get yeah, over. It. Yeah. Get over. I it. mean, I think I misspoke, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you get it though. Yeah. 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 The Do beans you know are thick. Beans are thick. You're in a thick hell. Yeah. But Peter, you've you. How have you been handling the pandemic and things like that? Like you you've been working and things. Just a lot of online stuff. A lot of sitting around reading. Yeah. Not very much. I have a uh, question, yeah. Pete. How, oh, yeah. how do you think we've been handling <laughs> <laughs> Start with me. Yeah. yeah. How am I doing? Yeah, I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird? Because this is the first time we've done this in like a year and a half. I'm so used to looking at a computer screen, and now I'm just looking at nothing. Yeah. And it's really, I feel You're like just I'm staring like staring ahead. Yeah. yeah. Just don't look at him. I think I'm the only one making eye contact. Yeah. I'm awesome. making eye contact yeah, yeah, with but you. Yeah, yeah. It's been nice. We're done with A bit flirtatious. Feels great. Yeah. 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 That's what I want. Yeah. It's really what I want, but I just feel like uh, you know if you're if you're in a pandemic and you're a smart a smarty pants like you are, <laughs> you definitely like swallow up a lot of books probably yeah, right. Like yeah, did you yeah. did you ingest more books than you normally? Probably do? did. Yeah, that was it. I mean, because I I'm pretty uh, reclusive anyway for the first six months. Not a problem. Yeah. And then it you started. You didn't know there was a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it was a surprise. January. Yeah. <laughs> it was only a, it was literally only a few months ago where I was like, even I started to feel it. I was yeah. Like, okay. If I'm starting to feel it, my extra friends must be I going know. crazy. I know. I think every, everybody kind of like went through that phase of like, this is actually not as bad as I thought it would be because it's nice to kind of like n- have a, a very good reason to not, not to go anywhere anything. and yeah. do anything. But then, yeah, you're right. Like, even for me, like, I, I'm i not, like, a bar hopper kind of guy. I don't, like, party all night or whatever. I'll just be at home watching movies and shit. So I was just like you. Yeah. I was, like, really okay with it for, like, six months, mm-hmm. maybe. Yes. You were. Yeah, I remember that. You were down with it. Yeah. You were very okay. I was out on my balcony screaming at people with my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, really enjoying it. And then it, then I hit a wall. Yeah. And I think everybody did, even yeah. the most reclusive people. Yep. It's just like nobody was fucking ready for this. And, uh, and, and you think about how through history, there's certainly been other kind of like, you know, plagues and diseases and things that have ravaged towns. The and, dance plague of 1987. That's right. You know, that. <laughs> that's right. Um, but <laughs> which was terrible because they just people couldn't stop. They couldn't stop. They could yeah. yeah. until they died. It was contagious. Yeah. 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 You stopped <laughs> dancing when you died. Right. Right. Yeah. Right there on the dance floor. <laughs> but like a lot of people talk about how like this pandemic is has been like the hardest thing humans have had to deal with. In ever. like a really long ever. time. Ever. <laughs> yeah, ever. In a really long time. Like especially yeah. like even in our lifetimes, like mm. in some some would say. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Like do you feel like it truly is Yeah for the books? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a biggie. I mean I grew up during a war, but so that was pretty bad. But that wasn't worldwide. So right. that was only a little conflict in a little spot, you know. Right. Little neighborhood um, war. Little neighborhood war. <laughs> Thirty little, year neighborhood yeah, war. I like to yeah. call it the troubles. A <laughs> the nice troubles. little down play it. You just call it oh it's the troubles. Just the troubles. You know? It was the McGillicuddies and the O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, they were wrong. they were at each other's at each throats. throats. <laughs> they did the great dance battle of nineteen eighty eight. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> but like do you feel like this like we certainly as a society weren't prepared yeah. for this type of like not only the fact that it's a physically affecting disease but like psychologically the psychologically way yes this. yeah it's driving people's anxieties through the roof because it's very no it's not oh <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry don't make eye contact yeah, don't make eye contact <laughs> look yeah. at the table yeah. but yeah we kind of uh we're not hanging out with different types of people we're kind of more and more excluded from from the other and then we become more and more sterile in our environments and then that's not good for society no like the less that you're rubbing up against people with different personality types with different views of the world that kind of stuff the less you do that the less you can tolerate conflict and the less you can tolerate conflict the more war is around the corner right Right. and then you combine that with um what was supposed to be the great you know democracy of of information and the way it was provided with the internet, and instead yeah. of everybody using that to expand their mind, they're using it to even yeah. further dive deeper into the corners yeah. that you're talking about. Like that's where you would think that during a pandemic, where we're not rubbing shoulders, you would still have the ability to do so. We don't do that, and yes. we just saw that. Man, that's the other thing is that we we backed it up against like the most like tribalistic American political battle ever. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you put that mm-hmm. with the pandemic and we're just in a, a shit yeah. show of seclusion. Yeah, it's also like if you want to seek out other opinions on the internet, you have to go to where all of those people are at once. Like, because it's right. the, yeah. all the yeah. groups are in different areas. But like in real life, you just meet people out in the world and they end up, you realize that they're different from you. And yeah. then that you can But also similar at the same time. You don't walk time. into clubs of different, like com- completely opposing political <laughs> yes. ideologies in, phys- in like the real world. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can't find, I don't know how you would find on the internet just like bumping up against an individual. Yeah, just real, like you do in a bar where you just rub up against somebody who well, thinks differently. Not well, have you ever tried VR? I mean, it's kind of, it's close. All right. It's close. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you yeah, did, sort you of. got a VR. I did get a VR thing and I did it for a while, but I haven't done it for ages. But you have but. the PS, the PS one. You need the Oculus, I think. No, I've got the Oculus. You do have the yeah, Oculus. I've got the Oculus. Oh, man. Oh. I, I would love to know what your brain thinks about stuff like VR chat. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. But real quick, quick tangent. Pete, uh-huh. for those that are listening that may not know you can you just give the quick like elevator pitch oh, of yeah. who you be and, and all that jazz yeah real quick my name is pete Great. i'm from northern ireland belfast and uh train in philosophy and uh, i guess i'm a writer public speaker and i do a podcast with elliot morgan called the fundamentalists great podcast, great, podcast. great note to end on actually that's the most important part good that you saved it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does a philosopher think about the vr world yeah. Like and and kind of like the the like um, escapism, I guess, and, and that. Yeah, I mean, so one thing is, I think a lot of tech is like uh, purity culture in secular form. So we human beings are always obsessed with what to do with dirt, right? Right from the beginning, get rid of excrement, but even dirty yeah. other people, dirty. So we're obsessed with purity cultures, and uh, in a secular world, the idea of tech where you can have very clinical spaces where you can get you can just hang around with people who are the same as you and not necessarily engage with people who are different so you can have this type of secular purity culture so that's my concern is that's why you look at sci-fi movies they're always very sterile environments yeah. because you know that what tech is kind of offering you is i can give you an environment where you're just around people like you where you get to, where we get rid of the toxicity of of the world, right? And that's kind of beautiful and nice. But if that's the only thing we have, and we're not rubbing up against mm-hmm. people who are different, it might be bad. Yeah, those edges just become sharper. So once yeah. you do bump into them, like they're going to cut more because you're not you're not that you're not able to tolerate them. You yeah. haven't built up an immunity exactly. to different people and different mm-hmm. personalities and different perspectives and yeah. also like not not everybody has access to like the vr world either and like when i've gone into like public mm-hmm. vr forums it's like madness it's, it, yeah. it's it's just like like vr chat is bonkers but you're because when you're in that you're a per you have an avatar yeah and you're you're being a person yeah because mm. you can you can be like peter griffin from fucking family guy you could be something that looks like you as close as possible sexy and, kermit. Kermit. Yeah. you could be a sexy <laughs> kermit which which we've certainly seen uh to our chagrin but like it's just madness it's like really yeah. this place where like nerds i guess are all kind of like there's no filter. They're 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 still hiding behind a screen, but they're like, f- there's still some sort of like presence. Yeah, which is yeah. so interesting. I mean, that's the difference. So, in, in whenever you've got less of a mask, you actually wear more of a mask. So, whenever on Facebook or something where people know it's you, you're more likely to put up a persona. But when you've got a mask on, you're more likely not to wear a mask, as in to show some of your opinions and thoughts and right. desires that you would otherwise hide. So ironically, Facebook is less real than something like if Second Life. I don't know if that still exists. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you um, watched The Circle on Netflix? No. I just watched like 20 minutes of it last night for the first time, and it's a show that's a social media experiment where people can choose to either be themselves or be like an avatar. Oh, yeah. And exactly that. It's and like, like catfish and shit. Yeah. And then they like, they're all, I guess, living in the same area, and it's like this closed network of people, and they can kind of like, I don't know, far, I haven't watched much Dating of it, show, though, right? Like they're trying well, to, yeah, I, I think they're trying I mean, to. It, it's all things. It's like dating and it's yeah. like popularity. Yeah. It's almost like a survivor. There's like a strategy to it, and they're trying to like gain everyone's favor. Never seen it, and the I best, hate it. The hate best it. way I've heard it <laughs> yeah. described is, is it's like, like its own like physical social media building and it's like mm-hmm. everyone in it is trying to like be the top social media person okay. and mm. and and it's like really everyone's voting on each other and you have these conversations with each other and like you'll wake up like basically these uh, these contestants they all sleep in the same like apartment building they all live in different apartments 
and every morning they get like an assignment or something. Is and this a TV show? It's or a TV oh, show. Right, okay, it's on right. Netflix. And it's yeah. called The Circle. Or the Circle. Circle. Yeah. 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 Okay. And and every room has like a camera up in the corner and shit. And so you're being watched at all times, essentially. And while you're in there, you'll get something that's like, you have to talk to Danny now. And it's like, who the fuck is Danny? What's and then, a Danny? And then on the TV screen, like a thing will open up almost like you're doing a Zoom call, but you don't see them ever. You never get mm-hmm. to see the person you're communicating with. Mm-hmm. So it's really based on creating characters and kind of like some people are being themselves, but other people like pretended to be like there was this man who pretended to be a woman who like got one of the guys to fall in love with them based off of just their personality and shit. And then like Did they work out? <laughs> no, because <laughs> the person was absolutely go? shocked that mm-hmm. it wasn't a woman at the end of the thing. No no spoilers. Like um but, <laughs> but, but Never would. No, no. you don't know who because there's several people who do it. I'd be yeah. like yeah, I'm Burt Reynolds. And I'd just be Burt Reynolds <laughs> uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. And the truth is, that's, really the more, that's the more truthful. Like, So in the same way, you're more yourself in your dreams and you're less yourself when you're awake. Because when you're awake, you're pretending to be Steve. Right, right. And you're acting. But when you're in your dreams, all of your anxieties and desires are flowing. So in the same way, if someone said, pretends to be a woman, there's something in them that wants to do that so yeah. that, that's more truthful Whoa. than who they are right i'm gonna read you a text that i sent the boys today uh-huh. <laughs> hey guys it's me joe a woman <laughs> <laughs> you were to refer to me as the woman now uh, unprompted i sent this to the boys today i just want to get your opinion on it on, uh, just go ahead and analyze me <clears throat> i had a dream last night that i was a girl and started fooling around with Cicely Strong from SNL after feeling very strong crush-on-you feelings for her. It wasn't vulgar, fooling around. It was sweet. It was like a Christmas dream come true. You shouldn't do this. Cut this part out. For Joe's sake. What's going on in my brain? Yeah, so you're deeply perverted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we knew that. Yeah. We already knew. Uh, No, it was innocent. It was like, it was innocent. So, yeah, so you were a woman... And you were, and who's this other woman? Uh, she's a she's a comedian SNL, on comedian. SNL. Right. Who in in everyday life I don't have I don't find an attraction yes. to. Yeah, and you were full. You said it fooling around. Is fooling that around. Fooling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you said you yeah, like making out. And yeah, yeah. Like like making stuff. out. Maybe some hand stuff. Do it okay. to Steve. Hand in the pants type stuff. Like, like actually, she was like on top of me, and I was kind of like rubbing her back. Oh, that's bit. nice. Oh, like okay. Kissing soft. Like <laughs> again, it was like young love. It yeah. had that energy. Would you like to write for SNL or? Maybe when I was any, younger. And you were a girl. Okay, let me think about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get you back on the oh, okay. <laughs> Feel free in the comments to let to let me know what's going on in my brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I feel like um, going back to kind of like VR and stuff like that, yeah. and and kind of like the hiding behind masks and 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 the computer screens and shit. It was like it, it was interesting to have access to VR during the pandemic because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, we were afraid. A lot of us were afraid to be in the same room with each other, mm-hmm. like not just because we didn't want to get COVID, but we don't want to pass it around and shit. Yeah. So, you know, we were like fully isolated. But VR like took us into like another virtual environment mm-hmm where <clears throat> me and my friends started to like hang out in a VR movie theater and mm-hmm. watch movies together. Yeah. And it was like a substitute, like a good substitute for like being out in the real world. Well, do you feel like, do you think that it can be used in a way to meet people who are different and to rub up against difference and to basically have some sort of conflict or is it too easy to blank people or shut people out or I mean I think it could be once there's because now it's more accessible than ever before like the the Oculus Quest is like a super prosumer product Mm -hmm. like and it's pretty affordable for what it is it doesn't require a computer it's literally its own self-contained machine yeah i went out and bought it and it was like i think i got the whole thing it was 200 bucks or something and you don't need anything Mm -hmm. exactly just uh, yeah it's wireless change the game really Mm -hmm. a game changer um so the fact that it's like more accessible now makes me feel like we'll see because it's interesting. I don't. It's hard to tell what the future of VR really specifically is. Because mm-hmm. even though it's becoming more accessible, there are a lot of people I know that are like, "I have no interest in VR at all. I don't yeah. want that." Like, yeah. and so I think that could really hinder 
the kind of like melting pot of personalities I think and stuff. The problem is it's the same problem with the internet that we were talking about <clears throat> is that it takes effort to want to find that. So mm-hmm. if you were to use it and there's the ability to go find that conflict, the thing about conflict is that you want to avoid it at all costs. Yeah. And it takes such a deep understanding <laughs> of yourself and a willingness to learn and grow through those interactions yeah. that it's effort. And it is, it's a lot of effort to seek that out and then be self-reflective enough to not react to it and learn from it. So what we're talking about is a chore in VR. So I think the yeah. answer is no, nobody will use it for that yeah. at all. I think, not, I, th- I mean, yeah. I don't know about ever, but I mean, I, the general population will not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I the thing is, is like not. you, but what you hear in the tech world is that like, the VR technology is certainly catching on. They're certainly <laughs> Joe's pretty upset. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. They won't. The VR technology They is... won't. None of them ever. I know this. It's a fact. We've like, had the internet for 77 years now. We don't do it. <laughs> like in the gaming world, VR is like kind of the logical next step. Yeah. Especially once it gets like more advanced and more like accessible. Because um, my eyes get a little bit sore and that's the thing. I mean, mm. there's a lot of fatigue. Yeah. There's a lot of like it's uncomfortable after a certain amount of time. You're like sweating in there and your eyes get strained. There's still a lot of issues with it. But I think that like the rumors are that like Apple is developing like AR oh, VR yeah. technology, which would essentially be like this, my glasses. Mm. And it would like have AR and VR technology built into it. So what Google Glass was promising back in 2012. Exactly. But yeah. there's the technology is... is <laughs> I saw it. You just, did you hit the mic? We haven't been around each other. It's fine. It's like... It's, <laughs> right. The technology is apparently there for like good AR, VR, but... I just think that once Apple, which is essentially like, you know, the the prosumer electronics company of our lifetime, mm-hmm. like I think once they are like, here's a cool thing you need, then more people will probably adopt it. And then the yeah. possibilities are endless after that. Yeah. Like if people can like the way you're looking at your room right now, this room right now, mm-hmm. or wherever you are, listeners, imagine being able to pull up your fucking Twitter feed in your same field of vision. That sounds horrible. Nightmare. I hate Twitter. I mean, yeah, yeah. It sounds like <laughs> no. a nightmare to a lot of people, no. but for mm. for no. people that you use it as a business yeah. tool or whatever, no, totally. it's, it's still like a nightmare. it's like yeah. this this is not far off technology. Yeah. Which makes me feel like that will open the door to like I don't know, like I mean, you could essentially turn an incredibly blank apartment mm-hmm. into like an amazingly styled. Listen, you can have place. your own artwork. I mean, I've thought <laughs> yeah. about this. If I had AR, you can have a blank because I have a very blank apartment. But yeah. I could put up the artwork that I want and change it all the time. Exactly. And you could basically have a gallery Dude, in your. You could apartment. you could bring people over and go like, oh, here, check out my NFT wall, and you could have like a wall of all of your NFTs, and like you could have like animated six GIFs. million dollars in dead check out my nft <laughs> also like oh let's go to my home theater and you yeah. go into another room and it's literally like a gigantic arc light dome theater in a in a white room essentially See, what's happened the, the what was only for the rich in the past becomes accessible to everybody like the the idea of having a theater in your house is something only wealthy people yeah but now with vr you can mm-hmm. i have a friend you guys wealthy. don't have those in your- <laughs> no, yeah. shut your mouth but I, I have a friend who he's wealthy and he has a room about this size in his house that doesn't sound very wealthy my size impressive isn't it what, what is brand. he in new york <laughs> tell us more about your poor friend <laughs> does he have a venmo i think i can send him 20 bucks if he needs dinner tonight <laughs> Oh god, I feel just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think no. <laughs> no, it's a room this size. But it had this machine in it, like Hal. And it, at the time when he bought it, it would give you all the videos that were around at the time that would go onto his TV set. So it was basically Netflix before Netflix. Holy and about, shit. But about a year after he spent a shit ton of money on this HAL system. Yeah. You know, something like Netflix Uh-oh. comes out for 10 bucks. Netflix time. Yeah. yeah. And it's completely so, like, not cool. So what was only yeah. for the wealthy 
is now for everybody. So yeah, that it opens up like having incredible. And I think that's to... where like you'll have the the mix because I mean like the the idea is is that like if you can create your environment into anything you want it to be conceivably with AR VR technology that'll be as easy as like putting on a pair of glasses. Hmm. Then, then you'd have like all sorts of fucking people in the virtual world with access to that, which yeah. I think like starts to take us into the territory of like Ready Player One kind of, where mm -hmm. you're like, I, why do I want to be in this disgusting mm -hmm. world of war and and like you know political mm -hmm. bullshit? Yeah. If I can go to this place where like my, all my friends are, we can watch movies, we can like play basketball, we can do whatever the hell we want yeah. in an environment we created for ourselves. Nope. See, but my, my only worry is that the more we go to, because, and by the way, this is always what wealth has done. The wealthier you are, you go to private clubs where you're mm -hmm. hanging out with people like you, you have bigger houses, so you're further away. So with money comes more purity culture, more you know, move, trying to remove yourself from conflict. Well, the dirty people, but, get them away. Yes, it's kind of like always seeing you. I don't want to be hanging out with poor people. Did you guys ever, you guys ever notice that the word dirt isn't dirty? I mean, <laughs> get it out. Right there. Yeah. Get it out. That's so interesting. It's something we don't really think about. Yeah. That, like, you're right. You really kind of, like, even with Twitter, yeah. at, like, you are curating a, a world that only you see yes. of shit that only you want yeah. to see. And if there's something you don't like there, you literally yeah. just kick it out of your vision uh -huh. and you'll never yes. see it again. And it's encouraged. People yeah. are it's like, encouraged. oh, don't look at anything you don't like. I mean, my goodness. I'll block it. whatever I want to block. Block yeah. Friday, what? Yeah, yeah. now yeah. if anybody mentions Friday, I'm never going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll never know Friday exists. <laughs> and the problem is the more you... You exclude it. It actually means that you're you'll see the other is more dangerous. So mm -hmm. the more you exclude the other, the more they become a monster, and then the more you become a monster. So Nietzsche says, beware not becoming the monster that you see in the other. So that's that's the only worry is that if we create these very sterile antiseptic spaces, and I think COVID has helped psychologically to make us more. Mm -hmm. uh, susceptible to ster sterility. Totally. Airborne um, dirty. Yeah. I think then Ugh. actually war is like real conflict is is kind of eventually erupts. Sure. If, yeah, if you can't have on if you can't have healthy conflict, it'll come up in unhealthy. I mean ways. we're on the, yeah. the cusp of it in, in just our own country. Oh, it yeah. kind of With feels the like the big one. Yeah. Like they you yeah. keep talking about the big one. Yeah. The big earthquake. And it's like when is it gonna happen? But I think and I think COVID has been partly like it's been a perfect storm of things and COVID I think has helped exacerbate the, yeah. the conflicts and the dis the oh, difference. One hundred percent. Yeah. And that could be the real tragedy of COVID is not the people who died of COVID, which is tragic, which is horrible, but potentially conflicts that arise out of our inability to tolerate each other. I can't even have small talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I don't even know where yeah. the, the conflict, I mean, the conflict won't go well. I right. definitely, can, I can barely keep up with just regular conversations. Even now, I don't know how to end this sentence. Land this plane. <laughs> I, I kind of want to go back a little bit to the, the, the curating your own environment mm. kind of thing, because it's interesting to me because I've always felt like an outcast. I've always felt like I'm not like my family. I'm not like my friends. That's because nobody likes you. Right. And your family yeah. is yeah. really fucking cool. Dude, you're, they're so cool and you're not. Oh, your fucking mom can If there's like, ever been so any dice soccer. <laughs> I mean, your family are fantastic. Yes. Like, I don't know where they went wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just rebelled so hard against what they were doing. It pushed me into the realm of like weird shit. But like, I remember thinking like, I, I wanted so desperately to find my people, mm -hmm. you know, like I wanted to fit in. I wanted to find people that liked all the same shit I liked and watched all the same shit and listened to all the same shit. And it's like, even, even when I ended up finding those people, there was still like, it's still an impossibility to find people that think exactly mm -hmm. the way you do. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's like how much of a worry is it? Cause I feel like there has been a need and it's certainly been fulfilled in our day, in our age, to find your people. Yeah. And like, but church. Uh, right. Like church, exactly. Like church, whatever. A lot of these places like have mm. people that are like minded and you could join in with those people. Bars. But like it's but but I still think it's impossible to like I mean, I guess you certainly if you're if you like a certain type of thing that's like 
potentially dangerous or potentially excludes people. Church. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's where it starts to become like a problem. Yeah. But do you, do you think that there are ways to, to find your core people Live and be with them, surround yourselves with them, and still be able to live like a normally kind of like acceptable life. Yeah. Fucking fix everything, Pete. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I back in Ireland, I, we set up two groups that were designed to gamify encountering others who you don't like. So one was called The Last Supper. It was based, do you remember? I sh- you'll, uh, you'll know this because you're a culture guy. Yeah. Do you know the movie? Just say nerd. The Last Supper. Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. W- with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, but like I, I know I remember it, but I don't think I saw it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an old movie, but we. This is based on that movie. Okay. Where uh, these students, um, somebody crashed their car, and they brought the person in. Turns out that they were really, say, racist or something, and they ended up killing him. And then they set up a society called the Last Supper, where they would invite a guest, and if they didn't like the guest, they would poison the guest and bury them in the back garden. Holy so, shit! So oh. I have this group, and it was a fun 12, game. Yeah, it was great. So twelve of us would meet. This is another thing rich people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we would hunt people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally legal in some places, okay? In Northern Ireland, it's totally I don't want to allowed. see any emails. Yeah. <laughs> it was very humane. Um, no, they were, were sick already. <laughs> we poisoned them. So. Yeah. They were Being sick. Like, they so, were fit for our society. Um, the, we would uh, have a group invite someone who had different opinions politically or culturally or whatever to most of the people in the room. And over the starter they would say what they thought over the main course we'd have a discussion and then a dessert uh there'd be a and Q&A. then what yeah but then if we didn't like <laughs> what, this is like werewolf kind of or like mafia like yeah. mafia or werewolf yeah it's all right but yeah but no or uh, orgies or death at the end but oh it was, <laughs> i'm out yes, yes but 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 we would at the end go do we think this person is their last supper but it was designed for us to continually once a month enjoy being in the company of someone different wow yeah so it's like so do you think I feel like that's a practice that people could adopt in their lives. Yes. Like, let's bring in, let's, like, invite a friend yeah. that's, like, totally opposite of us or yeah. just blindly someone that we is is a friend of a friend yeah. or something and just see if they fit with the group, yeah. sort of. And have fun with it because it's also because it's called The Last Supper. You're saying that that person is Jesus. So psychologically there, and you go, like, you know what we did with him? We crucified <laughs> him. Right, so right. you're kind of both saying you're the bringer of truth tonight and we are going to listen and also we make kill you because we might be intolerant <laughs> so it's all of that and you have a nice meal together you know? right right um, and then we have another group called the evangelism project where we would go to other groups to be evangelized by them so we would go to everything from the scientologists to the islamic society to the humanists or whatever yes. and um kind of but the evangelism who sucked happened. the most oh they're all great oh, oh so much. Cool. Yeah. i'm trying to think what the worst they're probably was. not yeah. much different than each other. The dick kickers. Right? The dick kickers didn't like the were dick dick kickers. That were <laughs> yeah, no, they I want to know was, about the passionate. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they're really good at it. And yeah. the Ferengis. I want to know about that. <laughs> yeah, but the, but the evangelism didn't happen when they told us about them. It happened when we said, what do we look like to you? Because the only way we can be transformed is when we see ourselves through the eyes of another. Because I think I'm normal. I think you're a weirdo and I'm normal. <laughs> right. But then I see myself through your eyes and I go, no, I am a weirdo. <laughs> right. So I need your eyes to see myself. So again, that was to gamify Interesting. You know, that, that experience of the other. Do you feel like you got true like result? Like can can people be truthful? about that like can can someone like that doesn't know you be like this is the kind of person you are to me and be truthful yeah you know it sometimes sometimes works better than work better than others but yeah there was we went to the islamic society i remember once and then seeing what it was like for that group in northern ireland and you know looking at us that was kind of that was very insightful like we kind of saw ourselves in a new light and we're like okay so yeah there were times when it definitely helped you see things that you would yeah. otherwise see, you know. Yeah. It's like you're making this plastic bottle and you don't know it's creating pollution 
hundreds of miles away right. until the people hundreds of miles away say, that's creating pollution. Right. And then, you know, you're like, oh, shit, okay. Right. You know? right. So, you know. And even though you know that, you don't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's the other thing, yeah. When you say we, who, who are, who's your group? Are you guys just, a, are you philosophers? The Scientologists. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Today's episode of the Valley Cast is sponsored by Chime. Uh, here's a thought. When it comes to your banking, you want to have a relationship with your bank that is one that is full of love and encouragement and is healthy. You don't want one of those unhealthy bank relationships where they take advantage of you and your money. You want to have a good relationship that works with you, not against you. That And also, also you want it to be convenient, and that's why we're talking about Chime. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. After all, you earned your money, you deserve to keep it, and not give it to old pansy money bags <laughs> McGee. <laughs> you guys, Chime is great. It's got stuff like this. A fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. So don't overdraft. You should avoid that 100%. Never do that on purpose, but mistakes happen. If that does happen, you got SpotMe to help you out with it. Get your paycheck, benefits, stimulus check, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit, which is dope. There's also no hidden fees or monthly minimums, plus 38,000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. Turn on alerts that let you know when your card is being used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy, which I don't know if it's ever happened to you, is the most stressful, worst dang thing that can ever happen, ever. So if you have Chime working with you to just shut it down when things get fishy, that's great that's a good relationship with your bank. Save on autopilot when you sign up for a Chime spending account. You can enroll in an optional savings account and grow your savings automatically with 0.50% annual percentage yield. 10 times, did you hear me? 10 times the national average. That's dope! So everybody, if you're interested, which you should be, Join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. That's another point on the That's Dope scale. Tally board. Dope board. Apply now at Chime.com slash ValleyCast. That's Chime.com slash ValleyCast. And now I get to do the fun fast disclosure guide part. Here we go. <clears throat> Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to Chime.com slash ValleyCast for details. Back to the cast! <laughs> this week we're brought to you by Scientology. Uh, Dianetics. Kick your diet with truth. Um, but like uh, uh, philosophers, intellectuals, just a group of friends that were just like, fuck it, let's try this. A lot of it was friends. And then I did it officially when I was at university. So you would just, I would, as Steve, you were saying, it's like, this was a practice. I said, like, if we want to be kind of improve ourselves, this is, we, I call them decentering practices. Because you're decentered, you're yeah. destabilized, and so I so I God, set up. Most these... people probably can't handle that. <laughs> yeah, except when yeah, it's funny because we don't like it, but except whenever you, but as soon as you kind of actually. Um... No phones. <laughs> I know that was no me. phones. I apologize. Was... <laughs> uh oh, I was Elliot. Didn't hurt Elliot, that. hold on, Elliot. Look here. Look I used here. to be a look dick here. kicker look for here. a really look long here. time. Focus, and focus, focus, yes, focus yes, on yes, the thank fingers. You, focus thank on you, the thank fingers. Thank you. Thank you. Focus on the fingers. No, Count to five. Five, four, two. Okay. Yes. One, One, close. Close. Three, four, close four, enough. Five, close enough. Close enough. Sorry. No phones. Oh, good. Oh, well, okay. Put I'll it on the mine. ground. This is perfect. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I got an intermediate <laughs> story. That's no really phones, nice. Pete. That's really, really nice. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had decentering practices. Uh, um, yeah, it, we don't like it. But then when you say it, you realize, like, everything, like, in terms of Copernicus, says we're not the center of the galaxy or the center of this uh, galaxy. Solar system. Solar system. Thank you. That was not my Copernicus. Um, uh, you know, that kind of is a whole development in science. With Freud, that we're not the center of our consciousness was a whole development for us in terms of our understanding of ourselves. Uh, Darwin, we're not the center of the biological systems. 
all of these decentering experiences are where we really grew a species. Mm-hmm. So as soon as people start to go, oh yes, in decentering that really I can really develop as a person, wow. then people kind of get excited about it. Damn, I guess that is kind of cool because we we do live in our little bubbles, yeah. and we and. Yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about with VR and the internet, though. Yeah. Is that you guys put an extraordinary amount of curiosity and effort into that practice yes. to make it happen. Yes. And you knew you went on a journey of, of uncomfortability. Yes. And well, that the, takes like effort yeah. and a deep thinking and a deep understanding of yourself to want more. And that's that's the hurdle we have to get over yep. as people yeah. to get them to understand what you're talking about yeah. right now, which is it's rewarding and oh. God dang, kind it's of fun. fucking fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's the the best times in life are whenever you meet. You, it's fun when you meet someone who thinks like you. There's that beautiful kindred spirit. But there are those times you meet someone who's very different from you and it's even more fun. It's more exciting and they question you and they challenge you and you do it with them. Yeah, it, that's the most enriching. That's time. why we keep Kevin around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's so different. It's yeah. so fucking weird. <laughs> It's just fascinating. It's <laughs> just fun to just sit and watch him sometimes. What's he What's doing he now? Do? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone eat a Nature Valley bar like that. With wrapper One bite and all. sideways. <laughs> right through the wrapper. <laughs> His body can handle it. No, that's good. Like, yeah, Joe, you're on the right track with how this is like a, a really good thing because man i i certainly am always on the search for like more you know like more information more answers and and it's like the only way to really get it is to like delve into something new yeah yeah and it's really hard to do that because we're distracted by all the things that are comfortable and monotonous and like feel make us feel normal yeah Mm -hmm. and it's 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 i'm glad people like you exist that are like yeah but we have to break out of the bubble if we want to like learn anything about what we are and it's so funny how there are people that dedicate their lives to that and there's still so fucking much we don't know yeah (laughs) it's crazy they dedicate their lives to it and and barely we learn like a tiny little new thing yeah it's so frustrating and exciting at the same time well we we find it so hard to deal with difference uh so whenever i encounter something that's different i either want to like a kevin like a kevin (laughs) when i encounter kevin yeah yeah i either want to consume him (laughs) not sexually but like make take you into my social body and make him think like i do so that's a consumption so you your your difference is then metabolized into my social system or if i can't do that i want to vomit you out so I want to exclude you from my social body. I'll choose that one. Yeah. I had to do that during the pandemic to <laughs> <a> few people. <laughs> exclude them from my social yeah. body. Um, or the, even worse is where I go, oh, you know, beneath all of our differences, we're all the same. Because right, that you can kind of cover over a lot. But the thing that I really like is when you realize that it's not, well, it's not that your otherness that I'm afraid of. It's my otherness that I'm afraid of. And if I hang around with you long enough, as I say, I start to see myself through your eyes and I realize that I am mother to myself. And that's what anxiety is. Anxiety is not, um, I'm scared of you or what you're gonna say. It's like, what do I look like to you? That's what anxiety is. What, what, what am I like? It's where I see myself and I realize that my political and religious and cultural views are all a bit weird. I'm the the outsider, as you said. I'm the trash of the world. Foreigner. I'm the foreigner. Right? Yeah, I'm the alien, and, <laughs> and that's terrifying. But that's also an incredible experience of experiencing yourself in a destabilized way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What um. Let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is about that time. What uh, What are some this 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 question may not have an answer, but do you have any? suggestions let's say let's say we have inspired a couple people with this conversation they want to go i want to destabilize i want to know more i want to challenge myself to step out of the box that is me see myself some things feel bigger than others not a lot of people are going to be like hey guy from a different religion come have dinner with me what are some small baby steps that you would suggest to people that are curious about curiosity great question yeah you guys have i hope pete just just plugs his patreon (laughs) (laughs) so just sign up to if you don't call it your Patreon, I'll be so oh, fucking yeah. so good. Joe, so good. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if you want to be taken seriously, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> I keep going to Patreon.com. There's nothing there. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the very small things are family members who you feel different from. You know, I see online a lot of people, you know, whenever they have family members who think differently, they kind of almost want to kind of distance themselves. But yeah. actually, maybe they're the very person you actually want to go and buy a drink for and go, listen, yeah. you know, you know, your granddad, listen, we're very different. Can I buy you a pint and we'll sit and we'll talk about it? It's kind of like when Ants, the movie Ants came out and and then Bugs Life came out and you were like, man, I guess I should see what both of these bug movies are about. Is that what it's like? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because <laughs> they're both bug movies. <laughs> but there, but there, why are they different? How are they different? Yeah, is there room at the table for both bug movies? <laughs> like, what if we watch both bug movies? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That'll preach. That's Jesus. <laughs> don't don't encourage him. <laughs> don't encourage this demon <laughs> sitting over here. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you're right. It is better to kind of like I remember when they're in the height of Donald Trump like uh heat, I guess. Oh, yeah. That you know, there was the the Donald that Reddit, mm. that subreddit that is now gone. But I remember like going there and like reading posts and comments and most people just seem kind of like us. But mm. I mean, us in the sense of, you know, who kind of what our beliefs still Republican, are. Yeah. <laughs> still Republican, but on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and, it, and it, it, I felt like it was important to like not completely block that out. Yeah. Because yeah. because it, it, I mean, even though it's like hurtful and harmful ideology in, in most of the posts and comments it was like but they also believe so hard in in their convictions yeah. and i believe so hard in my convictions and it just kind of makes the line a little easier to see i guess yeah, yeah. and then there's so much difficult like there's so much projection that we all do as well sometimes we project the parts of ourselves that we don't like onto somebody else. And if that person is particularly bad, it's easy to do. We don't even realize we're doing it because they're very good for the projection. But sometimes I will get angry and say someone else is intolerant and angry and horrible. But it's actually, Sorry. there's a part of myself, yeah, that's, that's, that's intolerant and angry and horrible. And I'm actually weirdly poking at them and then making them it's almost like i say to you you're angry and i'm not angry you're angry and i keep telling you you're angry right. until you shout at me and i go look you're angry right <laughs> it's, it's like, like elliot you're a bad father to hayden <laughs> yep do better spend more time meet her on yeah. her level you just hold up a shit. mirror sorry. elliot just sorry. hold up a mirror sorry. fucking suck i'm sorry yeah joe so i think you might get a haircut okay <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's exactly it. That's exactly we project. Take your sweatband off, and that plaid looks stupid. <laughs> I, I, both wearing plaid. In that same way, it's kind of interesting that, like, you know, like Twitter ended up like banning Donald Trump and banning like a lot of people, and then like forcing people to go to like their own platform, yeah. which will end up being kind of like a bad. Like, I feel like it. it you cr they created a bad divide. Yes. By yes. doing that, because like, although I believe that spreading hate and utilizing a public forum to spread hate is a bad thing inherently it's like i i i, I want it gone for yeah. sure but i don't want to censor people because i want to hear what people are saying and i want to know that i'm not crazy yeah, <laughs> like yeah you know and but it's like i haven't heard about donald trump i haven't seen donald trump i haven't seen like really that much like hate being spewed mm -hmm. and i think it's because like they certainly kicked a lot of those people off of like these certain platforms mm -hmm. but it's like now i'm not seeing these like other sterilized yeah, yeah it yeah. is truly sterilized and it's still there it's it's a brewing. I mean, it's certainly there but it's not like it was and i'm wondering if it's like i mean is that how it should be i also think it depends a lot on where you're at in life like if you're in a particular like transitory stage of your existence i don't think there's anything wrong with being like i'm gonna get all this stuff off for right now i don't need to see totally, any of this totally. right now but then later i think it's good when you're like a little bit more open, a little bit more sound to kind of, you know, let the door. Yeah, I guess it's know, just like if there's, open. there should just be at least one person in your life that thinks a little differently than you, right? Yeah. yeah. Like someone that you keep a little close, like, yeah. but you know, at a safe distance, obviously, yeah. they're dangerous. 
in you know in whatever way but it does seem like if you shut out every possible chance yeah. of hearing conflicting mm-hmm. ideologies then you're creating a harmful environment yes. you create monsters you honestly create monsters I've, in northern ireland we are, we had a 30 year war and it was largely how long we, was it, it, was, it was <laughs> 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 That's the, we- the weirdest joke I think Joe's ever said. I think Joe's having a stroke. <laughs> Big fan of that. that line, Joe. But yeah, How long but was it? we were so separated from each other, and we demonized. The, all sides were demonizing the other, and the the thing happened is we didn't start liking each other. It wasn't that everybody started to go, "Let's not." We're all just different. Let's all get and sing kumbaya. It was just that we're going to destroy each other uh, if we don't sit in the same room and try and work this out politically. Yeah. And so the Good Friday Agreement were, was where when the Republican paramilitaries and the Loyalist paramilitaries and the, the Irish government and the British government all came together and sat in the same room and were going like, well, we do hate each other and we're, we think that each other are responsible for deaths, murders, injustices. But if we don't sit around the table we're going to end up killing everybody. Wow! Uh, and it took, and it was took that much, and it, so much happened. So we, uh, de- uh, we took part the pl- police force. So we decommissioned the police, and set up a new police force, and we got rid of the border, and we did all these very radical things. But it was because we you realized hit the reset that, button. Hit the reset button, and it was just because we got so into our own isolated bunkers and so apart from each other and uh, wow that will never happen here <laughs> i feel like right like i mean they probably felt, never they probably felt here? that way too though yeah you know yeah but i mean you know we're, we're the u.s pretty big. we're big you're big we're big, we're big. We're, and, and we're and the u.s is so it, it's just the roots are so deep we could sit down in, with like, like corruption Neva- yeah california and nevada could maybe come to like an agreement yeah maybe that's about it Cal- yeah it just seems like there's so much like personal interest in the way things are that like it's it would be nearly impossible to hit the reset button here but man that's such a wonderful thing that happened there for you guys it It sucked that it took a lot of terrible shit to get there yeah and that's the issue like if things get worse and worse and and then you know for worst case scenario there's you know a civil war then you know radical things can't happen, but it might take 10 years of civil war, and I do want to see that happen in the US. I live in the US, I want to somehow, that's why I'm hoping that as things open up, we start to go back to bars, we start to rub shoulders with different people, we start to go for lunch with that family member that we're a bit different from, or that old best friend from school who uh, thinks politically different from me, and just start to look around and go, right, Yes, I don't even have to find new people. That's the thing. There's lots of people in our lives who are different. Mm-hmm. And how do I start to reconnect with them? And as you're saying, like, it's fun. It's actually fun when you go for a drink with that friend. If you're a Democrat and you've got that Republican friend in school and you wrote them off during this whole kind of chaos and go like, actually, I'm going to phone them up, go for it, buy them, buy them dinner and uh, yeah, it's, have a um, chat. Yeah, it's like you go to a bar and you run into like a someone who's like a cast member on SNL, like Cecily Strong or something. Mm-hmm. Just off the top of your you head, you start rubbing up against yeah. them, but in like a cute way. Mm-hmm. What, what would you make of that kind of thing, Pete? <laughs> it's interesting. It's, you always have to look out for words. Strong. Her name is Strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 wow. So that's so that that kind of hits me. And you were kind of yeah. So anyway, I'm still thinking about the dream. I know. Yeah. What a Get, dream. I'm getting further and yeah. It's also kind of like when you find out your Uber driver is racist, and you're like, "Let me hear what this guy has to say." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you can't escape, yeah. you know, and you don't want to be there, and you instantly write them off. Yeah. But you're like, if I'm gonna be in this car and I have to listen to this, I'll at least like hear what this other human that probably thinks they're the center of the universe yeah. has to say. And by the way, this is. It sounds crazy at first to say, but right, a lot of people, well, it doesn't really, a lot of people troll. So, yeah. yeah. So even with The Last Supper, I remember there was a guy from the Ulster Humanist Society came and the Ulster Humanist Society at the time were, were very, very um, kind of almost fundamental secular, like they hated religion. And so they were in the room and he was so uptight because there were some people who, who were religious in the room and he was so uptight and was saying all the terrible things that religion had done. And then all the people who were religious were going, yeah, that's terrible. In fact, you know, it's worse than that. This is what the church did as well. And what they did is they started to disarm it. 
and he started to feel more and more relaxed. And then he was like, listen, I'm sorry. He says, I, you know, I'm, I'm, my back's up. I'm probably trying to piss you off. I'm, I'm fighting some part of my own childhood, you know. Um, and he st we started to have this conversation. And after it, he invited me onto a debate with, with on his side, the Ulster Humanists against some Christians in the university. But what happened is this relationship developed. But at the very start, it sounded like he was completely intolerant of anybody who had religious Wouldn't beliefs. Listen. Were just They were just stupid. They were just dumb. They believed in a fairy tale. But as soon as some, some of the people around the room said, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I'm, you know, maybe I'm just religious because it was how I was brought up. And I don't know if God exists or anything like that. Then then he was able to lower his defenses and go, yeah, I'm not so sure myself. So what we think of as people who are intolerant are often just have their defenses up. I truly, I, I mm. relate to that on a personal level because I, I was forced into Catholicism basically mm. and went to Catholic school for nine years <clears throat> and was like, you know, kind of like indoctrinated into that. Mm -hmm. And then I remember there was a period of my life where I was just like, oh, I don't want this. Yeah. I don't like the idea that there's some man watching me doing shit all the fucking time. Yeah. And and then judging me for doing things that are like pleasurable or happy or things that my heart are telling me I should do. Yeah. And it was like. You were four years old. I was four years old. I the was like, I just want to jerk off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but natural like, yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? <laughs> and this was before I could make semen. So it was like a little weird. But no, but. Uh, but the <laughs> like, this stand-up show is weird. There was a big yeah. time. There was a big. There was a big chunk of my life where I was like, I am an atheist. Yeah. Like I don't like God. I don't want God. Uh, I hate God. Yeah. Like I don't think. I think all of that's bullshit. And then I ended up growing and learning and meeting so many people. And it's like, okay, maybe I'm not atheist. Maybe I'm agnostic. Yeah. Maybe it's like maybe there's something. Yeah whether it's science or religion or whatever, maybe there's some higher power. I don't, but, but yes. I came to a decision that I don't know enough. Yeah. I don't know enough in either direction. Yes. And even if isn't. you did, even if you did, you got to the point where you weren't, because we're always fighting our own demons, whatever right. it is, we're fighting ourselves. And you got to a point where you, you know, necessarily you were fighting that part of your past because it was within you, you'd been indoctrinated this part inside you that yeah. you were fighting. And then it got to a point where, you were able to let that go. Totally. So it's like you can have your position, but the position's no longer got and kind of that that tension, you know? Right. Yeah, that's it. It's like... Because I got humbled a little bit from people that are like, but you don't know. Mm. Like, you just don't know. Mm. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess there's science that there's like research that shows that like we're leaning more towards no, there isn't a God or whatever, but there isn't really like un like what's the word i'm looking for unsubstantiated proof or what's the word i'm looking for there isn't like there isn't like yeah yeah exactly there mm. there isn't like hard evidence yeah. and it and it was like it took a, a lot of talking to people and meeting new people yeah. like extreme yeah. like fun have you ever seen a baby horse take its first steps <laughs> Like in real life or on a TV show? Either one. Have you I ever think... have you ever looked at a waterfall? Have you ever smelled a daisy? Mm. Have you ever seen Kevin take down a full Nature Valley granola yes. bar? And he bites, <laughs> right, there. And he all, bites yeah. right through it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like I remember, I, but totally like yeah. meeting people and being around people and going to jobs where I was like working with people that were all different types of people yeah. was truly where I was like... Yeah. Oh well, everybody has different opinions, and and there, here's yeah. all this shit that's helpful for my own life. And and the funny thing is, I know in America, this is a big thing where people who are religious often talk about a god as a as some object out in the world, like mm. this bottle or you know whatever the things that are around us. But you just point to the other bottle. Yeah, I know, there's not much in it. <laughs> or say another <laughs> bottle. Another or bottle. Elliot. Yeah. Shit, I think God <laughs> might be a bottle. <laughs> that's the secret. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, within a lot of um, the theological tradition, God was is a name for simply uh, the ground of being. So God is not an object. So so God is not some being or thing. God oh, is a name for it. Should be gob. Gob. Right. Yes, grind, gob. Of, <laughs> grind of being. The grind yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. fucked up with a translation. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like but, Pete's accent makes it sound like it says bean. The grind of being. <laughs> ground the of being. Yeah. Back to the burrito. Yeah. yeah. But that means like for if you take that perspective, it's like. Um, it's not someone saying, oh, God exists or doesn't exist. More, they're saying that um, there is a, we need to sensitize ourselves to a certain transcendent um, mystery. 
And so that, again, yes. that's, that's very, very different from these arguments about whether some being up in heaven exists. Most uh, most religious philosophers have rejected that as strongly as new atheists. That's know? great. Yeah, because yeah. hmm. I mean, yeah, I feel like I respect people like Neil deGrasse Tyson is like super seemingly super atheist, right? Like he's very much like God doesn't exist. I think the only thing I've ever Mike seen Tyson? from him. Yeah, well, it's just that, like, when there's some scientist, like, you're right, maybe, yeah. maybe he says agnostic because he doesn't want to be put in like a box. If he's, he he says, if I say atheist, it like shuts the conversation down. Yeah, so he says athe- or agnostic. That's what I saw him say. But I never, I don't know. Yeah, but it's more respectful, or it's, yeah. it's more, I, I like respect that more because it's like even this incredibly smart guy who dedicated his life to science is saying he doesn't know, mm-hmm. so, which is like beyond our comprehension like i don't know half of the shit neil degrasse tyson knows so it's like you have to respect that someone who's like so fucking intelligent so smart is saying i don't know it's like okay i respect that because it's like you know that guy even doesn't want to be someone that doesn't know something he loves to be the first guy that's like well a star is this or like whatever so it's interesting Mm. when it's it's humbling it's nice to see very smart people go i unfollowed him recently on twitter i don't (laughs) that filth on my time I think people are mis I think people misunderstand Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah I think that like people love to like joke on how cringy his content is he he bit someone's ear off didn't he did he that's Mike Tyson that's Mike Tyson by this he just means the transcendent sort of mystery I was like holy shit what did I miss I think people misunderstand it. I think he's trying to be funny. He's got big and tattoos. People are taking, that's the on guy. his face, yeah, yeah, that's right. I knew the one and you he mean. was in the, uh, the, what's that Vegas movie? Hangover. With, uh, the Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I, I truly think people are misunderstanding his tweets as like kind of jokes. And instead they're like, fuck you for beat you smarty pants. Like, I think people are just like upset at yeah. his like attempt at jokes yeah uh yeah i would do, went through a phase where i would just reply to all of his tweets and like oh shut the hell up <laughs> yeah, that's I, the thing. I truly was not meaning it in any way i just but, thought it was a funny thing but the thing is, is like i think that's the Mike Tyson. but that's the attitude towards him i think like in the zeitgeist i think people are like yeah. oh, shut up now it is i stopped doing it i was ahead of the curve i, was <laughs> right, right. Real hard but I think that it's like obviously like it's fine to say that but i think it's just like i think he's people don't understand that he's just trying to be funny. Being, yeah. He's trying to be relevant. He's trying to be like the hip science guy. Uh, you it's, know? it's funny because philosophy and science have different ways of using the term. So he's, use, he's using the term agnostic as a scientist. Because in philosophy, you, could, you can use the word atheist in a much more strong way. So, but that's a, that's a difference between the scientific yeah. and the philosophical yeah. discipline. Um, um, we're, we're nearing the hour and I don't want to keep you too long. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to let people know where the heck they can find your stuff. Oh, wow. And it is an opportunity for you to plug your Patreon, despite what Joe said earlier. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's been holding a grudge against Joe for 40 minutes. I mean, that joke was out of line. It was. You're not wrong. Yeah. I just think it's time to forgive. <laughs> <laughs> so how long was the war? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thirty year war. How long was it? <laughs> Gosh. Dick. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, yeah well you can find obviously loads of free stuff online on youtube uh listen to the fundamentalists and also uh, free also free and uh yeah there's there's loads of stuff out there hundreds of hours of material and if you like it then you can i do courses and book studies and i'm doing an online festival actually in a couple of weeks called Wake that you can come to as well. So nice. And he's written go. several books, which uh, you can yeah. find uh, on bookstores.com. Yeah. What would be the first book that they should pick up of yours if they were to pick up a book? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe my last one, which was, it's called The Divine Magician. That's probably the one that most encapsulates. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not the one. No, it's, it's great. I just like how that's not. the second yeah. one you should read. That's the second one. I like how not to speak a god. I think I that's like a very it. good one. But, but I stopped writing. One. I stopped writing years ago. I've been going on the online stuff. But I'm like, I'll get back to writing again. What's the parables one? That's my oh orthodox heretic. Yeah, that's a really good one. Or the little comic book. Orthodox heretic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, I also have. A, I I wanted to know what you thought about this. Is he getting his penis out? Oh, it's come. What's happening? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Look at that little guy. That is beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen anything so beautiful. That's a that's a little white owl in a 
Blue <gasps> Nest. Good to be back. <laughs> Don't worry, we're doing something here. God damn it, what do you want? Has he, has he, has he lost his mind? <laughs> this is his best friend. <laughs> oh. I'm worried for Steve. Hang on, something's gonna, something's happening. <laughs> oh, here we go. Is it gonna explode? I think it's gonna. Is it gonna fly? <laughs> no, it's not gonna fly. Oh my god. What? The. <gasps> oh! Oh, it's dead! <laughs> okay, that was worth it. Actually, right. I, I take it back. That was amazing. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Valley Cast today. Um, it just started firing bullets. <laughs> it just killed us. <laughs> what an awesome time having you here, dude. That was really oh, that fun. That was great. Thanks, guys. Thank you for blowing our minds once again. I seem to remember us being very like enamored by what you had to say last time. Oh, I think it happened you. again. We won't be uploading this one? No, no. This is a test. <laughs> and uh, I don't think it, I don't think it worked. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming. It was awesome. Uh, to our patrons, we thank you. Um, if you're not a patron of the Valley Folk, you go to patreon.com slash Valley Folk. And also, we do this every week. You can get this on YouTube. You get it on where you get your podcasts. Um, and if you're a patron, you get it earlier than anybody else. So you get in on the jokes and the fun before everybody else. What else, Joe? Some kind of movie oh, game thing? Yeah, let's go to bit.ly.com slash movie movie game. And we're still doing pre-orders for that. We just dropped people, people. Maybe that'll turn into something soon. Um, yeah, this is, guys, this is nice. It's like, nice. You could watch our. You could watch our. I think if our uh, our body language at the start, we were all very like this. <laughs> we all started to loosen up. You could do a time lapse of the episode and watch us loosen up. But it's been very nice sitting and talking with all of you. Thank you for coming loose. in, Pete. Thank you so much, much Pete. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. You're a great time, my friend. Thank you. Let's get some shepherd's pie. Now. Let's get some shepherd's, shepherd's pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Goodbye. All right. We have a dick kickers meeting to get to. <laughs> <Yeah. so we're laughs> <gonna get laughs>